Are you aggravated with me? No. Why do we always think that the other one is upset with us? <laughs> do we? I don't know. I mean, I always think that everyone's upset with me. Oh, yeah. I think I do, too. I am very upset with you right now. <laughs> Jedediah is a man who once was a boy and he wrote down all his feelings in a diary to enjoy now he's reading it again reading it for you maybe you'll recognize yourself too Jedi Diaries the Jedi Diaries that's the name of this podcast and now the song is through let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Why do you think I have such a bad memory? I mean, I think it has to do with the way that you organize information in your brain. Conversely, why do you have such a good one, I guess? Why is our capacity for memory so different? Mm-hmm. There's something called superior autobiographical memory, which is not what I have. I don't think I have that. So people with superior autobiographical memory basically remember every day of their lives. Do you do that? I don't. Oh. And I'm grateful because, you know, <laughs> who, who that we, we, we forget things for a reason. Yeah. You're bombarded with all this information. It's like our ability as we oh. become people to emphasize certain things, de-emphasize certain things. It's like it allows you to move through the world. Yeah. People that can't forget anything are just, God. they're weighted down with all these memories. Yeah. It sounds like something that people would like to have but I, I think it's actually pretty burdensome classic case of a of a curse and a blessings disguise right yeah the genie would give you the similarity is i think i think these people remember things in a strictly chronological sort of way mm-hmm. before i know about anyone i have to know when they're born because that for me situates them on a timeline i have oh. in my mind that i feel like i'm always adding to which is why like I know when a movie came out or I yeah. know when someone was president. You're very like, good with I, dates. I have a timeline in my head. But you remember things in a different way. Like last week when you were talking about video games, like you remember that that history. Sure. But it you was know. largely vague and also... I don't think it was very vague. Okay. I mean, it was very specific. It seemed very specific to me. To you. So it's like the difference between having some kind of organization, any kind of organizational system and just dumping all of your thoughts on the floor. You know the term memory palace? Yeah. That's what this reminds me of. Yeah. There's a book called Moonwalking with Einstein. Mm -hmm. It's about how to improve your memory. And then it gets into, you know, what is memory and why do some people seem to have very good memories, other people have poor memories. When he was trying to improve his memory in the course of writing the book, he talked about a very effective way was to like imagine a room that you're walking through, which is like, you know, like a memory palace. Yeah. And like the facts that you're trying to remember are like objects in the room. So you're like attaching, you're you're attaching these abstract esoteric things to specific tangible objects and you're moving through the space that's not exactly what i do but that resonates with me but you didn't come up with like my understanding is that you're just made this way Mm -hmm. your brain just kind of automate you have never been like i'm going to like remember all the dates right that things happen yeah just like you're you're kind of your your brain i mean that description just makes me think that i'm I'm lazy is my problem <laughs> because the idea of imagining a room with a bunch of things in it that represent events, I don't, I can't be bothered. Yeah. I think, and I think the diary is sort of backing this up. I've had this theory before, but I, I, you know, my memory is just bad. It's been always been bad. It's not that I can't remember things from 25 years ago. I mean, basically nobody can remember things from 25 years ago, but mm-hmm. I can't remember things from five years ago. Yeah. You know, I can't remember people's names. I think it's because... I was then and I still am now very inward facing. Mm -hmm. And I think that I'm, 
I'm too busy worrying about myself. For a while, I don't do this anymore, but for, for a long time, I did this thing where I was constantly kind of imagining how I looked from a sort of an outside observer. Mm-hmm. And that observer was usually quite judgmental about mm-hmm. how I looked and what I was doing. So it would cause me to be very self-conscious all the time. And I think because I was doing some sort of version of that for my whole life, I think that I was th- that way then is that I, I don't remember things because I wasn't ever paying attention mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. like I can't have a memory if I never made it in the first place. Or yeah. like if I was only dedicating like the bare minimum of my consciousness yeah. to the outside world like that I needed to function and get through. Uh-huh. I wasn't truly present yeah. for most of my life. Yeah. I don't think I was actually like truly there in the moment i was always thinking about something dumb that i'd done i was always worried about something that was coming up yeah i think if you're distracted by the past and the future and you're not fully focused on the present right you're not absorbing you're not making those memories to call back on so it might it might be Mm -hmm. and i'm just thinking of this now it might not be that i have a bad memory yeah it might be that i just never made the memories to begin with does that make sense it does possible it does I like it more as a theory than as like a practical, I would say it's your autobiographical memory that is bad, but I think your memory is strong in other ways, Okay, is what I would say. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I've said this to you before. (laughs) I think you're better at extemporizing or speaking off the cuff than I am. Uh And I think Mm. that requires, or you're depending on a different type of memory than I am. I am a ruminator. It takes me time to gather my thoughts. You know, there's that quote, I don't know what I think until I write it. Mm. And I think that's true for me. Who said that? It's been attributed to like Joan Didion. Okay. Or different people. I think it's apocryphal. Mm. But I think you're more likely to talk talk your way to something than I am. I think I really need to sit with it. Interesting. There's that French expression, spirit. I'm not going to pronounce it in French because my accent is terrible. Decor. But spirit of the <laughs> spirit of the staircase. Do you know that? No. Which is. The, Say it in French. Listeners, if that was correct, (laughs) or if it wasn't, call into the tip line and let us know. Uh, It's not even close to correct. (laughs) Spirit Um, of the stairs. Ghost on the stair. Which is, it's basically when you think of a comeback too late. You're in the the stairwell and something occurs to you. Why are other languages so much better at coming (laughs) up with terms for things like that? I know. We don't have that. Schadenfreude. God. But that is happening to me all the time. That happens to everyone. Sure. It's always like 10 minutes later, sometimes Because you've been sitting there thinking. I mean, yeah, that does happen to everybody all Mm -hmm. the time. Mm -hmm. That's not unique to you. I know, but I just feel like that's like the story of my life. You know, like it just takes a couple minutes to sort of get to what I, you know. Meanwhile, I'd just be blabbering on for a couple of minutes and arrive at the the thing I wanted to say. Yeah. But that people need to stay there and listen to me. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, that's less memory and that's more intelligence, I think. Or like the concept, not not level of intelligence, but type of intelligence. Yeah, that's probably true. I think it's memory, though. I think memory and intelligence are, if not inextricably oh, linked, they're, they're pretty closely related. Okay. Yeah. Different types of memory, different types of intelligence. Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to week 18 of the Jedediah Diaries. I'm your host, Jedediah Baker. I'm Tori Paquette. And it's May, springtime in Vermont. Yeah. A time when, I mean, it's it's no wonder that last week, little Jed, I, you know, 
I say little Jed just differentiate because if I say if last week me, I'm talking about 1993. Right. That's a good way to it's differentiate. It's okay, though, right? I should just keep. Of course. There's no, yeah. yeah. But but I mean, I could also say last, 25 years ago last week, I. But yeah. That's like a that's little more much. clunky. But I feel like by saying little Jed, I'm effectively separating my experience from his. It makes little Jed a him rather than a me. Yeah. Does that make sense? It's a semantic thing. More it than is, a... but words shape how we think. Of course. So, some, you're, you know, it's like you're dismissing separating. it as a semantic thing is like not. That I don't think you can. I'm not dismissing it as a semantic thing. I'm I saying that, that like, you. I'm sorry I said that. <laughs> for the listeners' understanding, for clarity. purely for clarity purposes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We are not saying there's no continuous self. No, no, no. But I'm saying for my interpretation of it, every time I say "little Jed" rather oh, than "me," you feel further removed. That's that's my fear. Interesting. Maybe every time you've said it, it's like an chipped away. You've yeah, chipped away. It's like that thing where every time you have a, you, you remember something, you remember your memory. Right remembering something is itself like not a lossless event. Mm -hmm. Every time you remember something, you degrade it a little bit. So this podcast, Mm -hmm. the fact that we are going over everything that happened Mm -hmm. to me 25 years ago, you're further removing it from, we can only do this once. I'm glad we're taping it. Um, So I'm very interested to see, you know, if I, after last week's like gentle love sickness. Yeah. If that continues into this week. Yeah. May 1st. M M. And R came. See April 30th. It's <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. For those of you just tuning in, on April 30th, I wrote Marilyn, Matt, and Rebecca are coming tomorrow. Right. And you had resolved last week to start using uh, initials. Although you didn't, you didn't. But you, now I'm immediately blowing. Yeah, I'm immediately blowing the the, MM the system. The system I set up. Yeah. yeah. If I read this based on the thing from last week, it would be me, mom, and some undefined R. <laughs> right came yeah doesn't make any sense i am tired both of the ren and stimpy cartoons were ones we hadn't taped (laughs) we taped them today is kids day Hmm. now what pray tell is kids Kids day Day. so i googled kids day 1993 (laughs) yeah i came up with the Wikipedia entry for something called Arthur Ashe Kids Day, oh. which is an annual tennis slash children's event that takes place in the end of August. Mm. I thought that perhaps I'd solved a mystery, but it turns out the mystery is even deeper. Yeah. Okay, I've looked up something called Children's Day. Mm-hmm. It's a day recognized to celebrate children. Okay. It was begun on the second Sunday of June in 1856. <laughs> well, that's a dead end. May 2nd, me, Josie, and Adam made major improvements on the treehouse in our backyard. (laughs) Homework sucks. We made a zip cord. Mm -hmm. I probably mean zip line. Zip line. Right? Zip cord is like what you use to handcuff a felon. (laughs) Right. right? Yeah. Or like a garbage bag. (laughs) Right. We made a zip line. A functioning zip cord or line i find that hard to believe you don't remember it do you remember it i do go on you took the uh like the handle off a bicycle oh do you remember this i mean this seems like some caper someone would do in a movie yeah i mean i think that's what you had in mind yeah i don't think it worked especially well yeah i don't like i don't think it supported our bodies i tried to use it once and (laughs) 
I just kind of like sat on the ground. Like it needs to be like an industrial yeah. strength piece Cord of metal of cable. cable. Yeah. I mean, we didn't have that. It we didn't... likely had a rope or yeah. like like a clothesline basically right. so yeah. you would jump we would jump off the this majorly improved treehouse <laughs> right and just sort of bump you would have zip lined right into the house like there was there was no uh <laughs> there's no place to catch you you know well i think there's no spring system yeah like, traditionally you you sort of just you release at some point into water or an enormous kind of inflatable <laughs> that's true not, we had neither of no I mean, I remember the treehouse. I yeah. remember the treehouse, but I remember the tree. I have a problem remembering individual events. Yeah. And I have no recollection of whatever kid day might have been. Yeah. But the treehouse was a presence in the back of my our, our house on Park Street for years. years and years. Did you construct the original treehouse? I, I, that I don't remember. Okay. But I do remember it existing. Yeah. I remember it being a bunch of two by fours going from tree to tree and then some flat wood. How far off the ground? On top is it? of it. Not far, a couple feet. Could it support? It was on a hill, so the could front you... of it was farther from the ground than the back. Okay. And a couple of people could be on it. Oh. I mean, you remember. I you, do, yeah. but I don't remember I don't remember it well. See? Look at this. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it was in my backyard. <laughs> and <laughs> right. I, bar- I I mean, I remember more than you, but only barely. Yeah. Okay. So I you made me some major improvements. Yeah. I wonder what they were. I'd like to know. To me, this feels like something that Josie might remember. Yeah. Better I'm than sure. both of us. I'm sure he would. I don't know if we could really call it a tree house. <laughs> it was more of like a tree platform. Like a few two by fours. It was like a triangle. And like yeah. one one corner of the triangle or one side of the triangle maybe even was like on the ground. And it was, on, it was on a hill. And I remember very clearly there was a, a trap door oh. on the floor. Um, trap door to what? Well, the trap door led to the area below the floor. Yeah. I've had fantasies about living down there. <laughs> it was just it was just some sloped dirt. <laughs> On top, all we had was a floor. But if we went underneath, all of a sudden we had a roof. Oh god, double doing double duty. Yeah. And True. I think all changes. at one point we had like plastic that served like as walls mm. for underneath. This week in 1993, I write, um, Josie, Adam, and I made major improvements to the treehouse. Major so, improvements? Major improvements. Well, those might have been the plastic walls <laughs> to the basement. <laughs> May 3rd. I bought a cracked. Dad helped me with my homework. Bodie flies really good. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny about that? <laughs> just Bodhi flying good. <laughs> okay, just a mere allegation of, of, of a bird flying good is yeah. funny. You're right, that is funny. He is funny. Mm, yeah. I like him. Homework sucks. <laughs> I'm not tired. Well, that's a that's a change. Yeah, not tired. Should not be tired. That's um, good. Theme, I really hating on homework this yeah. week. I am just back from vacation. I don't have the tolerance, perhaps, that I had built up before. Yeah. Your dad helped you with the homework. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know if you could hear it in my voice. But there was some I've, sarcasm. Yeah. Well, I've put quotes around Cracked. So Cracked is a magazine. I'm, it's a title. So I've got, mm-hmm. you know, that's proper, I suppose. Yeah. 
So I put quotes around helped in the sentence, dad helped me okay. with my homework. Yeah. So I am indicating, no, he didn't. It's <laughs> a classic use of air quotes to indicate sarcasm. I think as time goes on in the diary, we will see that you become more reliant or like the sarcasm is more the default mode for you almost. For me as in that I was the standard 12 year old or me specifically, Jed, Jed Baker. I mean, I think for our friend group and, and I maybe it's maybe it's just the age, but I just remember being sarcastic so much of the time to the point where I didn't know when we were being sarcastic and when we were being like straightforward, <laughs> no, when we were being earnest. That sounds terrible. I mean, you can't live like that. What is sarcasm is saying something opposite. Yeah. It's telling a lie in order to tell the truth. Is it the incongruity between what you're, I mean, that's irony, between what you're saying and what the reality is? I mean, again, I define, well, this, I'm going to try to think more about how much I use sarcasm now because yeah. I do think I rely on it for humor. Do you? Today. Because back then. Well, you... I'm thinking of self-deprecation, which is not really sarcasm, but yeah, like dad helped me with my homework, uh-huh. you know, the the tone yeah. and the way I say it lets you know that he didn't actually help me with <laughs> right. my homework. But if I just said dad helped me with my homework and did a bad job at it, too many words. Yeah. Dad didn't help me with my homework, not actually getting across what really happened, because mm-hmm. that just sounds like he didn't do anything. But dad, quote, helped, unquote, me with my homework. Yeah. Says a lot in a concise kind of way. Right. It gets it paints, it, to exasperation. Me, it, pa- it paints a picture that you couldn't really... There's a touch of irony. It gets a lot across in a small, in like the minimum amount of words. In a gesture, yeah. I have a very bad association with sarcasm. I think self-deprecation is a different thing. Yeah, because I, by default, I deploy humor. I don't. I can't even stop myself. It is mm-hmm. just kind of my go-to in in conversation, mm-hmm. um, which I think endears people to me. But mm-hmm. also, it's it's kind of aggravating to me. Yeah, because because sometimes. I can't really turn it off. But I think you do what I do a little bit, which is we don't like to be mean-spirited. So what, like, what I'll do in conversation is, I mean, if possible, I don't want to make anyone the focus of the joke. If I have to, it'll be me. Like I yeah. will always yeah. default to self-deprecation. Yeah. But I've noticed that can be a problem because while it can be very endearing, and I think you do it too, it kind of opens you up. I've noticed times where I'm being self-deprecating and then other people take a shot at me. <laughs> And I'm like, wait a minute, you know, hold on here. Everybody can't do this. This Yeah. Only I can do this. Yeah. And I know that I think I do it less, but I know that in in recent years I've done that to you. Right. Like, again, it's, it's only funny because the things that I say about you are not true. Right. Right. It's funny because it's not true. Yeah. I don't do it much anymore. No, that's true. Because you told me to stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I did. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry about that. No, you shouldn't be. <laughs> I think I'm I'm thinking of times when I was concerned that the person or the people who were with us didn't understand like the nuance. But yeah. It's you like, know? oh, let's just, uh, oh, everyone looks like they shit on Tori around here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm up for this game. <laughs> let's Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a rich vein there in terms of sarcasm, just because I think we'll see it really increase as, as time goes on. Okay. Maybe to an annoying degree, but I'm mm. sure if I kept a diary at this time, we would yeah, also see it, a similar trajectory. Yeah. May 4th. The spring concert was today. I was in band and chorus. Ooh. <laughs> Undercutting your achievements. That's a, I mean, that's sarcasm. It's there. It's been, yeah. it's been yeah, there yeah. all along. Yeah. 
You were in bed. That is not. Proud. That is not a genuine ooh. I don't. I, I guess. Would you interpret that as a genuine? No, no not that at is all. me making fun of myself for being for even deigning to write two mild accomplishments in my diary. Yeah. I've got to cut myself down right away. Yeah. I, yeah, that's an interesting like move or impulse because you know I mean those are again they're not like signature accomplishments but they're they're something right there's certainly nothing to be mocked but no. I do wonder if they were mocked in the world and I'm reflecting in the diary like I can imagine a scenario where I could be like I'm in band and chorus and someone could be like you fucking nerd you know <laughs> or like ooh yeah yeah whoa, band and chorus yeah. you know so maybe I'm internalizing yeah some of that. Mm-hmm. That's sad to me. That's sad to me, too. Mm -hmm. Some kids messed up in chorus. (laughs) Do you remember that? Yeah. I am getting sick of divorce group. Ooh. Tell me about these kids messing up. I mean, as I recall, it was everybody who messed up. (laughs) Some kids, as in everyone. Really uh, pushing the blame off myself. (laughs) Yeah. Not me. Our chorus teacher, Miss Lamphere. It was very important to her that we didn't, we had to memorize the songs, speaking of memory. She thought it looked messy when we were standing on the bleachers, you know, reading from these chorus books. Yeah, in that moment when everyone has to turn the the page and it's just like... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, she she hated that. Okay, very um, reasonable. It was reasonable. We were singing Trot Trot to Boston Town (laughs) to buy a stick of candy. Which I remember now. I don't know why I forget at the time. Um, but. From Tori the Colonial Apprentice <laughs> at the candy shop. <laughs> Somewhere in the middle of the song, it all fell apart. <laughs> just like it, like the song had to be stopped. It had to be a, stopped. Oh, it because, was a total disaster. Which is, I mean, it must you must be right. In my memory, it was everybody. It was a critical mass yeah, of children totally whiffing Couldn't it. go on. Yeah. What happened? She stopped it in front she of all the concert, of our parents. In front of everyone, she was so she would face us, have her back to the crowd. She <laughs> was furious, and her face was just beat red. Oh, the parents couldn't see this, but they knew something oh, was wrong. God. Uh, did and she start it over, or did she just move on? They had to hand out our uh, like the music books. Which, <laughs> oh my god! The which she didn't want. If they were readily available, it makes me think that we weren't quite prepared. Yeah. to sing that song yeah. off book. Yes, that's true. If and she was, all, they had them all. She aside, was taking ready, a chance. We had to start from the beginning with books in hand. After the show, she just lit into us. I mean, she she had a right to. I <laughs> she feel, did. I feel really guilty about this. I know. Although little Jed did not seem to feel any guilt <laughs> of this. Some kids messed up. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that's too bad. Yeah. I mean, I feel terrible about this. <laughs> you feel um, terrible about not remembering? No, I feel terrible about being part of it. Oh, I assume. Uh, I assume, well... Again, it's hard to say. Mm-hmm. It's possible. I mean, I think I was pretty good musically mm-hmm. back then. Mm-hmm. You know, I was in jazz band right. at some point, which was the the better band, right? Am I wrong about that? The more uh, complicated, technically complicated band. Yeah, probably. I mean, it was we. Well, we there were, was chorus we and select chorus. We were in right. Select chorus. I think that was different. I think select chorus, select. I mean, it was yeah. a selective select, group. The select children. I think jazz was probably people who were by dint of it being people who Improv- were more improvisational. It was you improvisational. Have to have probably understand. Probably, the you music needed to know more. the foundations. Yeah. Anyway, complicated jazz riffs. <laughs> I mean, I bet our parents remember this. Right? I would. I would think they. Yeah. I would think they would. They would have to. Such a train wreck. <laughs> yeah. You asked about a concert in 1993, didn't go well or something? I do not remember. Sorry. Gee, um, no. No, I don't, 
I don't remember you guys messing up at a concert at all. I do not remember this happening in your concert at all. I honestly don't remember that, but it's very possible. I may have just thought that it was part of the song and didn't even skip a beat. Oh. I guess it wasn't that big of a deal. Maybe we played it off better than it seemed. Oh, maybe it didn't. Like we oh, did. that's true. Maybe it didn't seem like a big deal to the audience. Although, again, I mean, we, we had we to, clearly we, screwed up a song to the point of having to start it over. Right. There was a... They stopped. At least two-minute break. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it also... Memory... It's like that yeah. was 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. A lot of life has happened to Ed, Ellen, Gary, right. and Sandy. Of course. A lot more important things have happened. Yeah. You know. So maybe they remembered it for a year or two. Yeah. And then their brain was like, this, don't need this anymore. Uh-huh. Get rid of that. Before you read that entry, is this something you remembered? No. Okay. When you read that entry, did that trigger something? Well, yeah, but I can't say for sure it's a memory. Yeah. To me, that's one of the most interesting aspects of memory is if you think about long-term memory and storage, someone reminds you of something and it, it kicks up this old memory. Yeah. The fact that it's somewhere in your brain that like, was there. you didn't have access to until someone said something and it, it came alive again. I know. Just think about all that's like, the little like unopened, bo- dusty boxes yeah. in your brain. The brain has this incredible capacity mm-hmm. to like lock things away. Mm-hmm. And it does that for protection, but right. it also just probably does that for storage reasons. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. just like, this is unnecessary. Yeah. I'm going to put this away. It's still there mm-hmm. if you ever need it, but mm-hmm. probably you'll never think about it again. But think about all the things, like things are triggered by random events or like other people who have the memory right. bringing it up. And the fact that we have so many, all of us have so many memories yeah. in boxes in our brains mm-hmm. that have the potential to just never be opened again. I guess that's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they're not like serving any purpose. Right. They're just there in case you need them. Well, what is the point then? I think multiple regions of your brain are involved in the creation of a memory. Mm. You know, like something happens to you. It's obviously your senses are involved. You encode it. So there's short term memory, which is only like a couple seconds. And then it either is dismissed, forgotten, or it's saved. It's stored in long term memory. Which, again, I mean, all these unconscious processes, your brain is deciding for you, it's prioritizing, remember this, don't remember this. So this is why if you have like a worldview or if you have like a set of ideas and things, if you can in your brain relate a new memory to those things, it is more likely to be stored because... Because uh, your brain has already decided this yeah, is important. It conforms oh, to like your worldview, which is why I think biases are so hard to shake because... Yeah. You see things that confirm your biases. Hold on to them. You hold on to them. Things that contradict, it's more easy to let go wow. because they don't they don't fit into your world. I mean, memories, our memories are in large part our personality. Who we are, of course. Yeah. May 5th. I had TKD, DG, and B. If me, Matt, Tori, and Donnie made a cartoon or comic or video game out of AJ we would get rich. (laughs) So delusional. Annie is here. I mean, that is just the peak of delusion. I mean, it's a child, you know, it's a child you dream about winning a lottery, about becoming president Mm -hmm. or whatever. It's all, you you dream big. That's what kids do. But like, no. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Wrong, little Jed. God, we had big dreams. We really wanted to hit it big. Yeah, with this franchise. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you want to describe AJ real quick again? AJ's world was a universe we made up, <laughs> populated by a cast of characters. Mm. Me, you, and Matt played respectively AJ, Skimpy, and Kyle, yeah. 
who were the the three little kids at the center of it all the protagonists yeah now i'd like to point something very interesting out here uh-huh. you just said me you and matt played little kids in the diary i wrote me matt tori and donnie mm-hmm. i don't remember donnie being a founder a key player of aj he wasn't a founder why he, am i including him in this he had some peripheral why am i dealing him in <laughs> To our cash cow, to our guaranteed money maker. <laughs> That's true. Why is Donnie getting in on the? Why do we have floor? to split it four four ways instead of three? <laughs> our our fortune. How did he wheedle his way in? <laughs> this is classic. But like our characters were dumber than us. <laughs> they were more. I'd like to think they were more annoying than yeah. us. They were half our ages, and they were half our my, ages. Mine was a baby, but they were like superlative. Like Miss Miss Teuton was a character we played. In the, uh, she yeah. was the meanest. Yes. Oh yeah, you yeah. yeah. It was like all, Skippy like was sort of the dumbest. Grand they, kind of parodies. Like, yeah. Like character traits taken to their extremes. The characters that Donnie played and Broad. came up with were like all... Commedia dell'arte. Right. Yeah. It was. <laughs> it was very much that. The characters Donnie played were very aspirational. The coolest. The coolest. The, the best. best the, the best, best athletes. Yeah. So that's what I remember of his contributions. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, you know, from a narrative point of view, not a, not not a very... Int- I mean, maybe as a foil. But, yeah. like, you know, not a main... No one wants to see this the main character. How's anyone going to relate? And I think that's why they were relegated to the sidelines. <laughs> but I do like the breadth here. I'm like, this idea is so good. It's yeah. so vast. It's got so much in it. Mm-hmm. So much potential. It could be a cartoon or a comic mm-hmm. or a video game. Yeah. You know, which were three super important things to mm-hmm. all of us at mm-hmm. that point. I was less into comics than you guys, but mm-hmm. cartoons and video games, it's yeah. like all i'm doing yeah cross media cross, cross platform cross platform this was a, yeah i mean this was <laughs> a media empire <laughs> i do say or though i mean i'm just i'd be happy with one yeah may 6th donnie is acting weird he matt tori jeff and danielle are doing something donnie said he might need me for my smarts <laughs> I wonder what they're doing. Yeah. HS. What's HS? I mean, take a wild guess. What have I been saying all Homework week? Homework sucks. Homework <laughs> sucks. I've only got enough room to write two letters, and you better believe. <laughs> yeah, H period S exclamation point. That's worth including. What were you guys doing? I think we were doing like something with a superhero team. We were coming up with... Uh, we, you weren't you know, going to like rub a bank or anything? Uh, maybe. Maybe we were using it to nefarious ends. I think why we wanted to use, or Do, why Donnie suggested, Don, he's really become an impresario. I, I can't mean, he's, believe, yeah, he's like, the star of this diary. Yeah, yeah. As I remember, and this would comport with your description of Donnie's role and wanting you for your smarts, we were all trying to figure out what our strengths were. Oh. It was like, you know, we're, we're putting together a Cracker Jack team and like, you can do yeah. this, you can do this. We have everything covered. We need someone who's also smart. I was considered the smart guy. That's- yeah. But yet not the guy who would be involved in the planning of the caper. <laughs> That's true. Just the guy who you bring in at the end for smarts because he's super annoying. <laughs> May 7th. Homework sucks. <laughs> so does Josie. Oh. I hate him so much. Oh. I hate this pen. Oh. I hate everyone. Oh. Donnie is weird. I think he said he had telekinetic powers. <laughs> I think. <laughs> and that's another week, folks. <laughs> I think he said. 
now I'm imagining the group that we're putting together. We're like, okay, so Jed's the brains, you know, Tori's the creative type. Or Donnie's, Donnie. And we're like, wait a minute, what is Donnie? He's like, oh, I, I can move stuff with my mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's just like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I, f- I mean, this is like not a good week for me no. in 1993. No, you're the first fed week up. Of you're, May. F- you're fed up. I hate, I hate everyone. Yeah. I hate everyone. Mm-hmm. What happened to me this week? Do you think there's a connection to this week that's kind of ending with this litany of hate in my diary? Do you think there's a connection to the sort of stirrings of love that I felt last week? You know, love and hate. Those are these polar opposite emotions. Yeah. And I was feeling one last week and mm-hmm. I'm feeling one this week. This is a universal experience among preteens and teens but you just feel everything so strongly it's like a fire hose where you know you can't like you don't have control (laughs) of it it's just too powerful yeah because that's puberty you're like a cocktail of kind of chemicals are kicking in for the first time in your whole life you just don't know how to cope with them yeah you're having a bad day everything sucks that is classic teenager yeah yeah stuff it's nice i mean this is the first sort of appearance of a kind of an emo little jet yeah like i've never i've never had this much hate in my heart right in this diary yeah. before today uh-huh i think it's not unrelated that donnie is a large presence yeah in, in these kinds of swings of emotion yeah oh he was a not a lightning rod but he was a <laughs> yeah he, he if anyone was capable of stirring those kind of emotions <laughs> i think it was donnie i this is maybe a good time to bring up we don't like to be mean-spirited in this diary part of me's had it up to here with our inability to get donnie to you know, come out of the shadows. <laughs> so I'm going to circle back to last week uh-huh. when we talked about... Are you like laying bait for him or something? Yeah, I'm okay. going to lay a little bit of bait. You know, you said last week that according to Donnie, Janina had... Well, maybe not according to Donnie, but this is... Okay, this is my theory. Okay. Refresh my memory of how you phrased it. I said... Last Wednesday, Donnie is weird. Mm-hmm. Janina asked him if he wanted to go out with her and he said no. Okay. That's how you recorded in the diary. Last week, we had a few ideas. First of all, it seemed inconsistent with what we remembered about the the whole... Well, what you remember. What I remembered about the thing. I guessed that you misunderstood something. Yeah. That there was yeah. a crucial misunderstanding, yeah. and you didn't I, know... What I you... witnessed something, and I interpreted it in this, in this way. Yeah. Now I think <laughs> that that was information that was passed along to you from Donnie. Yeah. And I think he was lying. Oh. <sighs> I think he told you that, that Janina asked, asked him out, out and he said no. I don't think that happened. I think that's what Donnie told you. And I think it was not true. So, Donnie. Donnie. If, yeah, if this he, is not the case. Yeah, if you want to set the record straight, yeah. you know where to find us. Yeah. 1-802-851-9578. We'll give you the, an open floor. You can have as much runway. You can, you can, you can speak have, as long you as you want. You can have the whole half hour <laughs> yeah. to, to plead your case. Okay, Donnie, you have one week. <laughs> Jeddah Diaries, Jeddah Diaries. That's the name of this podcast. And now this episode is through.